Hey, what's going on? It's Coach Johnny. <clears throat> hey, what's going on? It's Coach Johnny. Welcome to episode two of Beyond the Wadcast. On this episode, I get to sit down with the famous Seth and Chantel of the 5.30 a.m. class. Uh, don't worry, we all kept our shirts on the entire time. On the episode, we get into a bunch of really interesting topics, ranging from how they met and where they're from, all the way into some uh, really interesting talk about injuries and how to get better while you're injured, not just uh, stay fit, but like actually improve your performance. It's uh, some really good material, if I do say so myself, and I hope you check it out. Uh, that part is going to happen a little later in the podcast if you're a skipper or a rounder. Before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to remind you guys that I am teaching the No Bullshit Nutrition Seminar next weekend at CrossFit Decatur from 12 to 1.30 p.m. If you haven't signed up yet, there's still time. You can do it on CrossFitDecatur.com forward slash nutrition. This is going to be a really great class. Uh, It basically covers all of the things that people don't know about nutrition uh, that they should. Um... And I really, really hope as many of you uh, that can make it out will make it out. I think that it will really, really change your outlook on food and also give you a really actionable prescription on what you should be eating for your own goals. Um, So I hope to see you all there. Okay, that's all I got for you. Let's uh, jump in with Seth and Chantel. started I was like I was like the best thing you can do to build strength is squat every day because I was in a squat every day program yeah and I got really strong doing it but I worked a very physical job like I was doing construction so I was like moving all the time she worked a desk job so she would squat and then not stretch because neither one of us ever stretched and then she would go sit in her desk all day and what the guy said it basically did was pulled her pelvis out of line. And so her pelvis, like most people, their pelvis is tilted forward. Yeah, she has pel- a posterior rotation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's what caused like, like causing like sciatic pain, like all this stuff. It's mm-hmm. pressing like your SI joint yeah. and your sciatic nerve. And yeah. Per- yeah. And it's that's- like not even the weight. Like that's a light weight. It's just like the repet. Like I noticed on the nines, it started just aching and like, clenching up. And it's just the rotation yeah. over and over and over mm-hmm. again in the pelvis, right? Yeah. The squat. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I've been trying to stretch like crazy, but and it will give me relief. But then I, every time I do something like this, yeah, it like, reactivates it. The guy she went to see told her basically like you need to increase your quads and increase your core strength because what that's going to do is like pull it back in the line. But like you can't just work out quads. Like even lunges, like lunges are really good for quads, but you're still using hamstring some or like yeah. everything in CrossFit uses. Well, and I, really any movement, right? Like it's yeah. almost impossible to just right. isolate one. Yeah. That's like the biggest myth ever is like, right. oh, you can isolate a muscle group. You can have yeah. bicep curl, you get shoulder, you get lat engagement, right. stabilized. So right, right. Joint. Like, yeah. Um, that's really, do you e-stem it? I know he said you guys have a stem machine, like that um, electric pulse. Oh, machine. yeah. yeah. Like, I don't as much as I should, but I do and that helps. I have mm-hmm. a, I'm going to bring, I have a Mark Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is a really good one. Yeah, I'll bring it tomorrow. And yeah. like, if you can, if you usually hang out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so yeah, you can wear it after you're done for like 30 okay. minutes. Yeah. So I have that same thing, right? I fucked yeah. my back up last week deadlifting yeah. on Tuesday mm-hmm. before that open workout right. on Friday, which was yeah. deadlifts. Yeah. And I just threw that on every single night for like an hour. Okay. And like, I mean, again, it didn't fix the problem. I still feel my lower back right, right now. Yeah. It's just not terrible while okay. I can work out. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I'm not going to stop working out yeah. to fix it. Right. That's what. That's where I'm at. It's like I want to. I know I should probably just stop and like take a break, but I just keep coming, keep pushing it, and which has obviously prolonged it. Yeah. 
A lot. We recorded all this, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, so let's just say this. I have yeah. Seth and Chantel here. Uh, we all have our shirts on, which yes. you guys are the you guys are known in the 5:30 a.m. classes, the yes. shirt off people. Yeah. Uh, so my first question for you guys is, how did that start? Like, what was the the shirt off CrossFit thing? Um, so I started CrossFit in Florida, and Florida is miserable yeah. year round. It's always humid, and I had leather seats, and I. I hate I hate wearing like a wet clingy shirt, but get, wearing a wet clingy shirt, getting in a hot car in the middle of summer on a leather seat is one of the most disgusting feelings. And so I start, I started taking my shirt off, always taking my shirt off, because I hated putting wearing a wet shirt. So I like take my shirt off when I like stop sweating and put my shirt on, get in the car, no problem. And it just became a thing. And so like I always would work out with that shirt on. So now I'm at the point where I hate wearing a shirt. If I wear a belt, like I have to have my shirt pulled up or over it. And, um, I, I, I was even known in my old gym, like I would, it'd be like the middle of winter and we'd have a run and it'd be like 30 degrees out and I'd be running without a shirt on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, I, I definitely encouraged Chantel to do it. I was like mm-hmm. wearing, wearing a shirt is like, I, I don't know how people, especially here in Atlanta, I don't know how people are wearing shirts. Like, yeah, I always wore mine. And then towards the end of when we were done being at Providence, it was summer. So I was like, whatever, I feel a little bit better about myself. Like I'll just start doing that too. And like other people at our gym did too. But I actually felt more weird about it there because we I was like friends with all these people. I was like, oh, I'm not going to see me. Then I was like, when I move, like, I'm not going to know anyone. So I'll just start doing that right away. So now it's not weird because I just started you're, right yeah, away. Because everybody's like, okay, so Chantel right. always has a shirt off. Right. So so right. Yeah, I very much so, encourage taking shirts off. I, th- I think, I think, like, I think we'll do shirt off day. Like, yeah. we should make everybody Everyone take their shirt it, yeah. off and experience mm-hmm. it. We'll wait till it's like 1,000 degrees in, yeah. Yeah. in the summer. But uh, the freedom of not wearing a shirt, like, when it's like when you're running and it's like sweating and clinging to you. Yeah, now I hate it. Now I'm the opposite. Like like I, I'm shirt on guy. Like I like it. It absorbs my sweat. Yeah, I like feeling how heavy my shirt is. Like I feel like I know how much I'm. Like (laughs) yes, I'm fucking working hard. My shirt's getting heavy. Yeah, no. Um, I I will say like the shirt off thing does uh, have some some pullbacks and like. I've done, there's a workout that has like 100 burpees in it, and I would do it, and every 10 burpees I would have to move because it was so slick that I couldn't get up without sliding. Tell them about Friday, the dumbbell. Oh, (laughs) yeah, Friday uh, we had the dumbbell on the chest sit-ups. Oh, yeah. That was a chafing moment, and I had to wrap the dumbbell in my t-shirt that I had taken off so it wasn't rubbing. Yeah, I saw that. That that was an experienced veteran move to do that. (laughs) It was a bad move. You know, David Zinninger, who also is a big proponent Mm -hmm. of the shirt off, Mm -hmm. did not do that, and he had, if you notice, he had some nice two big red marks right here (laughs) from the the dumbbell. Um, How did you guys meet? Like, what was the process of you two? CrossFit. CrossFit. CrossFit in Providence. What what box was it? Just CrossFit Providence. Providence and Providence. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, did he have his shirt off? Was that it? You were like, "Fuck always. yeah, that, oh, was, yeah, that right dude away. over there." Yeah. <laughs> no, it was. Yeah. Um, we met. We actually started talking at a Christmas party. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm a very shy guy. Uh, and so I had to do the approaching. Chantel, Chantel yeah. approached me, and, uh, which I really appreciated. Yeah. And, uh, it was. Planned. We just had like a lot to drink, so that made, always made it too relax. much yeah. to drink. Yeah. <laughs> but it relaxed it, and it it's been good, yeah. no, it's been great ever since. Yeah. And I think having CrossFit with. A significant other like is a really really good thing like we go home and we'll talk about why yeah. it's like we talk about crossfit a lot it doesn't work i feel like like it doesn't work if you are into it and your significant other wasn't so yeah much. there's a lot of people here at crossfit decatur that way mm-hmm. their their spouses come here and they don't yeah and that i just like if you went home and started talking to me about a wad and chest to bar pull-ups and i was yeah. like i don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking i don't right, care like, like i feel like that yeah <laughs> yeah 
That wouldn't work so well most of the time, but yeah. people do it. But I feel like it makes it a lot better if you. Yeah. Know. There's, I mean, there's that whole culture of like CrossFitters can't stop talking about CrossFit, yeah. and it's so true. and so. If I went home, I uh, I had a good friend of my first box. He CrossFitted, and his wife did not, and and she hated when he talked about CrossFit. Yeah. She didn't want to hear about it at all, and it was like, well. I can see that. I can see why it's annoying. But it's my wife, my wife does CrossFit. She hates when I talk about CrossFit. <laughs> She's like, "Enough, dude! You fucking talk about it all the time. I mean, yeah, shut up." Yeah. I mean, it's, you're like, uh, you know, you know, a coach writing programming yeah. with your L three. So like, that is. Yeah, I mean, I sit around talking you, about it. That's what like, you do. All right, you know? Yeah, and like, but it's good. It's good for me, right? Like, it yeah. centers me yeah. back right. into like yeah. reality. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, we talk about we talk about CrossFit, but then we also talk about work. But I guess for you, it's like when you talk yeah. about work, you are talking about <laughs> CrossFit. So yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little different, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys met in mm-hmm. Providence. How did you end up from Florida to Providence? Um, I had actually lived in Providence before that. When I got out of the military, I lived in Providence and um, and went to Florida. Uh, for bad reasons, oh. and I, I hated it, um, and so... Like, girl bad reasons? Yep. Yeah. Okay. He okay. moved to Providence for the girl he was dating, and then she got a job in Florida, so he okay. moved to Florida. So I moved to Florida, and um, I really disliked it, so it come I was going to school down there. Come, like, May, I was like, I had some good friends that ran a construction company, I was like, I'm gonna go back for the summer, make some money, like, avoid Florida heat, and uh, I went back, and... Um, we broke up while I was still in Providence, but I loved Providence. Like I was, I wasn't going to leave Providence. Like I was originally not from there. I was from North Carolina, but I love Providence so much that I was like, I'm just going to stay here. Like I have good friends here. I have a good community. Um, and then she and I met and then she was going to school in Atlanta. And so I was like, well, I mean, you know what it's like being in the military, like yeah. I move all over. I was like, well, I'll try a new city. Uh, and I, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about Atlanta. Like I don't like big cities. Or I didn't think I was gonna like a big city, and I got here, and I loved living it's, in Atlanta. It's a different big city, right? Yeah. Like I'm not—I'm from Very a smaller different. town in Ohio, like a medium-sized town, and I'm not particularly fond of big cities. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. like we lived in LA before this, and it kind of yeah. drove me crazy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, Atlanta has some like the neighborhoods or whatever. Yeah. It kind of gives it like a small feeling, while Very it's still small. a huge yeah. city. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of yeah, cool. we love that. Yeah, we live in like Avondale, so it's like you know, if we want to go out to brunch on a Sunday morning, we like go out and there's one small little cafe, yeah. like one place with one one red light. Like it's very small, like Decatur, yeah. yeah. very small. Like we'll run into people that we know, like everywhere, right? Yeah, right. you go yeah. out, you're probably gonna run into somebody. Yeah, you know, from all the time, every time we go to Decatur, yeah. the square. So you guys met. Uh, let's uh, backtrack a little bit. How did you each individually get into CrossFit? Like, what was the process there? Somebody brought bought me uh, a birthday present. It was like because uh, I had uh, been lifting when I was in the military, and I had uh, this is when they first started introducing CrossFit to the Air Force, and I kind of had like I did Fran uh, <laughs> like tried Fran one time, and it uh, took me like twelve or fifteen minutes, like something like that. And uh, I was like, wow, this really sucks. And I did it like three times, and then just stuck to powerlifting. And then somebody bought me a one-month membership to CrossFit and uh, I was like okay and I started and I started going like six days a week from the get-go yeah. and was like this is gonna suck and and I kind of just fell in love with it mm-hmm. uh, my co-worker we had the same job we shared a desk um, well an office and uh, she started going CrossFit in Providence and she was just talking about it every day like typical CrossFitter and I, I wasn't working out at all like I had just a regular gym membership and I'd go here and there but I wasn't fit at all and she just kept talking and talking about it she's like this is a free class come try it so I finally tried it and then I loved it and kept You're going in. yeah huh. I was hooked yeah. yeah it was good because it was something that I actually like 
wanted to do like I was motivated to do it whereas when I went to the regular gym like I would just you know run on the treadmill for 30 minutes like maybe use one of the machines that I didn't even know how to use and was like okay like I'm done but I felt like I was getting a good overall body workout and like not having to use confusing machines um, yeah so I liked it a lot so it's the only physical thing I've ever stuck with so that's awesome it's been good yeah I hate that it's hurting me but I'm, yeah, so let's talk about very, that a little bit. You got some some injury stuff going on. Lower yeah, back. it all started in October when my hip started hurting, and everything has just kind of fallen apart since then. And what are you doing? I mean, beyond the obvious, like rolling, taking some time away from things that make it hurt. Like. Yeah, I mean, I went to PT for about a month, um, so I learned some good stuff there, um, and then I stopped going just because it got super expensive. Yeah. But I went for a month, so that was helpful, and it definitely helped the back. Like, the back wasn't really hurting me until I did a deadlift workout here, and I, like, felt something, like, something bad. Like, I stopped working out right away and, like, couldn't even walk for, like, a week, couldn't pick up a barbell. Like, I had to take, like, a week off. Um, and then it just hasn't been the same ever since. My back's feeling a lot better, but now, like, the hip and, like, back of my, like, butt pain is just insane. It's just migrating. Right? Yeah, it's just something that, it's always something. It's always on the left side. It's very frustrating, so. But I love it, so I keep coming back. Yeah, and we, um, I think we're trying to be a lot better. Both of us are really, I think... I think CrossFit in general is like a very, you know, it has a time constraint to it. Like there's this whole feeling of like get in, do a workout, be out in an hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and so for a long time, like uh, Chantel still gives me our time about it. But one of the first comments I made to her, she was like, uh, how come I, I never see you stretch? And I was like, well, because that's time that I could be lifting weights. Like I would be cleaning or I'd be squatting or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and that leads to long term, like a lot of problems. Like I have such tight hamstrings that I, I can't bend over and touch my toes. I can't. Wow. Uh, yeah. I have, I, I, am, I am fairly strong, but I am incredibly, incredibly immobile. And so, um, we, uh, just got Ramwad a couple of months ago, um, which is like a stretching yeah, yeah, yeah. app, which is, yeah. which is, yeah. Um, and so we try to do it. They're like 15, 20 minutes, you know, it's the same as a workout here, but yeah. like we can put on the TV and like just follow along with this, the stretch and like. And then you and relax. And, yeah. And we do it, we'll do it in, like when we get home from work or mm-hmm. right before bed and it stretches yeah. you out and you go to bed and you're like very relaxed. Like yeah. that, that's been a huge help to both of us. Yeah. Yeah. So. And Seth, you're not injured. You're like, like fucking human muscle or yeah. something. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, talk about like, you're how old are you? 25. 25. Uh, you're an animal. Uh, you like to attack workouts hard. How do you stay uninjured? Do you just credit it to your, like, youthfulness or, like, just... So, it's actually funny. Like, I... I, I in, in broader terms, yes, I'm uninjured. But... Not one, yeah. But, uh, but I... Uh, I'm actually like constantly injured like just in the sense of like I, I always have pain like I work a very physical job I work construction beforehand like I uh, I I had the same back pain that Chantel had probably when I was 19 years old and like for a long time was always having back pain and I mean you've seen me deadlift yeah. my, de- my mm-hmm. deadlift is my worst lift and you've seen how bad I round my back yeah. the fact that I don't get injured while I do it is a miracle but I think that I've done CrossFit long enough, and I will credit to CrossFit. I've done it long enough now that I've built up the muscles and the, and the structure that, that allows me to, like, do these lifts without getting hurt. But but I do have, like, I do have aches and pains, like, yeah. uh, constantly. Like, I think my knees are actually, like, saying I'm 25 and have knee pain is, is like, an awkward thing yeah. to say. But, like, I worked construction, and, and so, like, I was always, like... Crouching. Like, it's always yeah. flooring or whatever. Yeah. And it's just, like, called... I wear my knee sleeves every day, and... and can't do anything without them yeah how do you do you think this is something interesting i started crossfit around the same age 26 
27, something like that. And, um, and I, at that point in time, we used to give older people like myself now shit. Cause I was like, you guys suck. You're like all the complaining you do is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like you're not that sore. You're just weak. Uh, and now I'm getting older and my knees hurt and my back hurts. Yeah. And like, there's just things like, and like you, I have lost like a percentage of the aggressiveness that I used oh, to yeah. approach mm-hmm. CrossFit workouts with. Yeah. Do you think, uh, that you will be able to, uh, buffer that and like stay away from it as you get older? Or do you think like 20, 10 years from now, like CrossFit, like is going to look different for you. You're going to be like, fuck yeah, I'm ready to scale these workouts. Yes. I, th- I think like there's going to be a percentage of loss. Like if, if it's not in strength, it's going to be in time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I never like, there will be a peak for me, and I, I don't know if it's going to be... I don't know if last year was my peak, or I don't know if, like, when I'm 27 is going to be my peak. Yeah. Like, at some point, there's going to be a peak, and, and I will decrease from there, and I kind of have to accept it and, and work with it. And, like, the last year has been really interesting for me in the sense of, like, uh, before I was crossfitting six days a week, I was in the gym two to three hours a day, and, like, last CrossFit Open is, like, when I like really hit my stride and uh, last year I was like 9,000 in the world and um and this year like we both moved um and like went from going to the gym in the afternoon and having all the time in the world to like running in at 5 30 a.m yeah 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 yeah. you gotta get in when you can yeah Yeah. exactly And, and like doing it early in the morning to change and then like uh, we both work like 60 hours a week right now and like mm-hmm. not having time to do anything is like very it's a change like having to adjust to that so uh, so even li- like lifestyle changes will affect like feedback on the gym and uh, I think we both just kind of accept it for what it is like mm-hmm. injuries change things and, and time constraints in life and, and we've uh, we've both like accepted that and just have to keep it in mind and, and stay motivated to like do what we can do because CrossFit I, I don't do CrossFit to go to games. I don't do CrossFit to go to regionals. I do CrossFit because I enjoy it, and I do it because it makes me feel better and I can stay healthy. So even if I lose a certain percentage of whatever I can, if I can stay healthier than I would be otherwise, then, then it's a win. It's a win, yeah. Yeah. It's a great attitude. Uh, you work out angry, Seth. Like, you have, like, a, and I don't know if you, maybe it's my perception. I've done this for yeah, almost... You. 10 years now, but you have like a, a level of like intensity that I would associate with rage uh, <laughs> when you start workouts. And I think for some people, it could be intimidating when that happens. Other people like that's, you know, that's your style. That's what you do. What is it that like, what is that fire inside of you that just, dude, you fucking slam the gas every time we say go. Like, what is that? I, I honestly don't know. And I, and I think like, uh, Chantel could maybe vouch for this. I'm extremely laid back in my everyday life like yeah almost too laid back he's very laid back it's a good thing (laughs) i don't i don't yell i don't get upset like i find very few things like really aggravating like i was gonna say so you're a mellow dude to talk to right like almost to the point where you're quiet Mm -hmm. versus there's Mm -hmm. a loudness to your working out style that is like very very different like so i think like yeah everybody like has frustration and stuff and i i i I, it's funny that you say that because i'm not even aware of it like i i like i like crossfit and i i like want to do well at workouts but I don't I never see myself as angry but I, it does make sense in the sense of like everybody has to let out frustration somewhere and, and it's yeah this is the best place that I can do it in a controlled environment <laughs> and like, like uh, I, I Chantel gives me a hard time but I always tell her like growl or scream or like mm-hmm. when you 
Yeah. When I was doing the deadlifts last week, every every time I'd step up to the bar, I would like scream and like you know that would push it right. Yeah. Like, there's a whole thing like, and I was telling her this is like with karate, you'll always like I heard this when I was a kid, and I don't know how true it is, but like you know how uh, like when somebody's hitting a board, they'll always like scream or, or shout or like make a noise, and there is supposed to be like an adrenaline release when you like release a yell or make a sound that that gets your adrenaline pumping, so it just like drives you to, to like. A little bit extra, like makes you push a little bit harder. That's great. I'm gonna start doing. It. I'm gonna start yelling. <laughs> Chantal, you just got your first pull up in the open. I did. Uh, yeah. You've been working insane. on it really hard. Mm-hmm, uh, I have, there's yeah. a lot of ladies at this gym who are working on pull ups. Like, yeah. what, what's your secret then? Like, what has it got you that first pull up? I found. I just like randomly found some programming after you had after we did all the goals on the board. Yeah. Um, I decided I wanted to fix my back, which I'm still working on, and do pull ups. And then I was like, you know, I talked to Phil, and he had given me some advice, but just like, you know, just like basically like every minute on the minute for ten minutes, just try to do one. So I did that a couple times with a pull up bar at home. So I would do it like, but I wasn't getting anywhere with it. And I was like, I don't feel like I have the muscle to just attempt one. Like I'm never gonna get one. So I started looking for actual like programs online, and I just found one that worked. And it was nice because it breaks it down by phases. So like right now I had zero pull ups. So then you do this part of the work, this part of the programming before you get one pull up. And then once you get one, you start kipping and stuff like that. Um, so it just worked. And so yeah, it's exciting, it's right? Like I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, like I've, I've been, I've like gone down on the bands, which has been nice. Like seeing every new color, that's been good. Yeah, you started motivating. Yeah, when you first started CrossFit, you were doing pull-ups with two green bands. I needed two to get over the bar. That's and, like I had no muscle strength. Like I'm yeah. so weak. And, yeah. and now she's like doing pull-ups. Yeah, I can do like, like one strict one. Yeah, I can do so, one at home like reliably, which yeah. is nice. That's right, right? Yeah. Like when mm-hmm. you go, like, dude, it's not luck anymore. Yeah. I didn't just fluke my way into right, it. Yeah. Like, I'm strong. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. She was. Uh, she uh, came home from work earlier than I did one day and uh, so I came I was like when I got home she was like I just did a pull up and I was like oh that's awesome she'd like mm-hmm. done my home and then she was like I don't think I did it I think I was hallucinating because I couldn't do it again and I was like I was alone no one was there and I wanted to do one so badly I was like it, it can't be real like so, there's no way so that Sunday was the open with the pull ups in it she came in and she like did one and she was like maybe so excited real. yeah maybe <laughs> it was real and now she's like doing them, so. yeah. it yeah so that's like, nice it's been it's been nice. That's always been like my week. Like my arms have been super weak, so and it's, that's nice for me. And you're hyper mobile too, right? Like yeah. I say, like on the Seth's hamstrings mm-hmm. are on one yeah. end, like so tight <laughs> and like down, opposite. and your yeah. entire body mm-hmm. is probably can go past it, range of motion, yeah. and everything. So yeah, for sure. It's a much harder challenge for you to get strong than it is. Yeah, short hamstring mm-hmm. guy over here who can right. work out for five <laughs> minutes and see games. So, right, right. Um, yeah, that's awesome. You guys are both. You're how old? Twenty five. Well. Twenty five mm-hmm. as well. So you're young. You're probably yeah. the two youngest people, or you guys and Amy mm-hmm. are like the yeah. youngest people at CrossFit the Cater. Mm-hmm. How is that like? How is your social life here compared to Rhode Island? Like, have you guys made friends in your demographic, or are you just pretty much like work hard, work out, and like hang out together? Like, it's it's definitely different. There was a lot younger people at our old gym, yeah. um, and a lot of like my friends were working out. Like, I my friends from outside of the gym, yeah. um, so it's been a different dynamic for sure. But I think um, we've we've met a lot of people outside of the gym in the sense of like Chantel is in the nursing program, which is like right. a lot of people her age and like. The guys I work with, I'm uh, the youngest guy I at my work by probably ten years. So, uh, like, I don't hang out with the guys from my work. It's very uh, like a you know I show up to work and whatever. But um, Chantel like knows a lot. She's been really social. She's the social bug here, and has met a lot of people at school. And mm-hmm. um, she worked at Leon's for a while, which is great. Mm-hmm. And she that was really a lot good of, for meeting people. Yeah, she met a lot of people there, and it's been really good because because uh, like knowing people. 
from the area or, or like, you know, at school it's one thing, like these are all kids that are coming to Emory to go to school, yeah. but she's met like a lot of local people through mm-hmm. like people the restaurant and stuff. And, and we, we've learned a lot about the cater. And now, um, actually it's funny, the girl that introduced Chantel to CrossFit, uh, and her boyfriend are now moving to go to Emory mm-hmm. this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's starting the program. <laughs> she's starting the same, mm-hmm. same program. And so, um, they're uh, moving down so we can kind of provide the same favor to them. Yeah. Uh, They're actually moving into our same apartment complex to the apartment right next door. Oh, wow. It's going to be Rhode Island party. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird how things end up. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird to, like, look back, too, because when I moved here, I was by myself for a couple of months, and then now everyone's here. So it's interesting. It's nice. Uh, So you're in nursing school. What Mm -hmm. kind of nursing do you want to get into? So I eventually want to get into NICU nursing. Uh, I want to do neonatal nurse practitioner. Mm -hmm. Uh, But first, I I need to just work as an RN in a NICU for a few years. So I'm just getting a general bachelor's in nursing. Um, But it's only four semesters since I already have a bachelor's degree, so you just do nursing classes. So I'm actually graduating in December. Oh, wow. Are you super excited? Yeah, I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah, it's like intense, right? Yeah, Yeah, it's very intense, which is like... Also been an adjustment because a lot of times I can't get to the gym more than four times a week, which in Providence we went like five, six times. Um, so that's been an adjustment. But yeah, it's super intense. In terms of time, it's just a lot of time. Like I have 20 hours of clinical, so I ultimately had to quit Leon's because the hours were crazy there and I'd be up till crazy hours, like yeah. hours I don't usually yeah. see. Yeah, she'd be up till um, two in the morning and then have class at like seven, so she'd have to get up yeah, at six. Yeah, so. which really interfered with working <laughs> yeah. out because obviously I'm not going to come in at 5.30. Yeah, life, right? Like yeah. getting three and a half hours of sleep every yeah, night is terrible. That like rough. that's not a rough yeah. fun way to live. Right. I recently got hired at DeKalb though in their NICU as a care tech, so I'm going to start there next oh, nice. month actually. So I'm super excited about that. Is that kind of... Does that help you with like clinical rotations and yeah. getting experience and yeah. it'll being help. in the environment? Yeah. yeah, it'll help make me competitive for jobs for sure. And like you just learn, like nursing school you need because you like need a degree and you have to know the basics. But from everyone I've talked to, you really just learn when you actually work. Okay. So It's kind of like anything else. Steph and I are both in the yeah. course. Like you go to school and then you get done and they're like, hey, it's time for on-the-job training. It's going <laughs> to yeah. that's what you right. do totally your different. first six yeah. months. And right. like, you're like, no, I already went to school. And they're like, yeah, but you know nothing. You know nothing. You know yeah. nothing. Yeah. Like, now yeah. you have to learn. Like, right. this is how the job's right. done. All that so shit you learn over yeah. there. Yeah. I just want to be in the hospital. Looks like yeah. she's, um, she's, she's uh, like in pharmacology classes right now and her most recent test had like 200 drugs on it and she was like, memorizing these drugs and I was like yeah. how do you how do you like know these in yeah. everyday life she's like no I'll probably use like five to ten drugs on the regular yeah. basis yeah. like I, I won't see these on a regular basis it's just like a general nursing degree has to introduce you to everything right. but once you yeah. get on your job you like specialize yeah. in those yeah Mm-hmm. And Seth, you're you have like one of the most interesting jobs I've heard mm-hmm. in a long time. You're in <clears throat> furniture making, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so I uh, I was in construction, and I've had a lot of odd jobs since I got out of uh, out of the military, and then I started doing construction and. I was actually going to school for physics. I wanted to be a physics professor, See that. Uh, and I loved it, but can't sit still I can't sit behind a desk yeah. and, and I, so I started working construction part-time or like as a way to make income while I was going to school and I, and I liked it but um it's a it wasn't like the creative outlet that I was looking for and um so the same time that uh the ex-girlfriend that I had in Florida broke up with me I um I had nothing I had to start over in Providence and uh so I just started making all the furniture I needed I made my bed I made uh, my nightstands I made an island for that for the apartment I was living in, and um, and I loved doing it. And so, Chantel um, had some really good connections uh, from where she went to school before, and um, hooked me up with um, 
probably the most known furniture maker in the southeast, like the number one furniture maker in the southeast yeah. when I moved down here. And um, I started working for him, and uh, it's a very, it's a really fun job. Like, I used to come home from construction, and I would, like, complain to Chantel, yeah. like, today sucked. Like, I hated what I did all day today, yeah. like, tearing down drywall and, like, inhaling dust. Like, I hate it. Like, now it's the point where I, I come home, and, like, yeah, I, I have a, I work long hours, but I love my job. Like, I get to make some of the coolest things, and, like, right now, uh, so my boss is very cool. He, like, he's like, if you want some lumber, take it. Like, if you need to make something for your house, like, go ahead. And so, like, any time, I, like, broke our coffee table a few weeks ago, <laughs> which is another funny story. But, um, so I had to make a new coffee table, and my boss is like, yeah, go right ahead. And so, like, it's really cool to, to have, like, this outlet to be able to make things, but also, like, know that, like, this is one of those career fields, like, everybody's talking about the future and, like, how robots are going to take everything or computers are going to take over everybody's jobs, but there's certain things that, that can't cease to exist, like, per, personal trainer can't cease to right. exist, that will, right. that, or, like, the CrossFit job will always exist in some form, like, nursing will always exist, and, mm -hmm. and having, like, construction, like, maybe, they're, they're 3D printing houses now, so yeah. my job might cease to exist, or that job could have ceased to exist in, in the next 50 years, but, like, a creative custom job will never cease to exist like making art basically yeah will dude, never I mean, cease to exist and there was always going to be a market for that right like there's always going to yeah. be like a one-of-a-kind ask Absolutely. like i don't you know yeah. i'm not at the level of my life where i'm buying custom furniture no. uh, <laughs> but not i'm not at the point yeah. like where i'm buying <laughs> right <laughs> but you're like dude i'm making it yeah um so, follow that. When are you going to get an Instagram account? Actually, several people have said, like, dude, does that guy have an Instagram account? I want to oh. see what his furniture looks like. I do. I, I have one, but I don't. I don't we got to get you hooked up because I mm -hmm. think you could get some orders from yeah. Crossfit Decatur. Like, that, yeah. you know. I, I do. So, my actual, like, I think long term goals of Chantel, Chantel and I are, like, in the process of talking about buying a house. And, and I think my long term goal and what I want to do is, like, buy a house with probably 15 acres of land. I want to have like a couple of farm animals, like a little plot of land. And I want to have a garage that I have my own wood shop in. And like Chantel will go work at the hospital and I'll like have our kids in, in a stroller, like making yeah. rocking chairs in the garage. That's, like that's my goal. Like mm -hmm. that's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's awesome. That sounds like a good life. Like, yeah. I'm a city girl, so it's a little too much, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Step at a time. <laughs> you don't want to milk cows on Sunday yeah. morning for breakfast? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I think that's the goal. It's like, I, I want to live off the grid. Like, yeah. I want solar panels. I want, I want I'll do that. to grow my own veggies. And, like, are, you, are you in conspiracies? Like, is that, like, is that sort part of, of it? Yeah, I'm sort too. of in conspiracies in the sense of, like, if, if you look at, like, and, and this goes hand-in-hand hand with CrossFit. If you look at the health spectrum, like, animals are getting cancer now. Like, animals didn't used to have cancer, but, but like, the, when you cut open animals, they have cancer. Like, and, and we're eating that meat. We're eating pesticides we're eating all this stuff and like we don't know what we're putting in our bodies and, and the rate of cancer and the rate of illness I, I feel like is I don't know if we're just we have better technologies that we can find it or if it's like it is an epidemic to this point but like I, I think diabetes is an epidemic at the, in this country and like oh, the, way, sure. the way that we feed and 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 eat is a uh, a thing that we can control in a certain sense and like eating organic is it sucks eating organic is not price efficient for a lot of people yeah. like we we're able to do it because uh we both work a lot but for a lot of people it's not a it's not a 
feasible option. And a lot has, of people can't yeah. eat, like, I mean, they have, they're they eating yeah. processed food because it's, like, yeah. cheaper to buy a box exactly. of Captain Crunch than it is yeah. to get some, you know, it's, like, You can go across the street and get a double cheeseburger for a dollar. Yeah, like, yeah. super cost-effective. Yeah, as opposed to, like, buying a bag of greens is, like, you know, like, eating a salad. It's not going to fill you up the same way, so you have to eat right. more of it. And it is more, more costly. And it sucks because it your health should not be a thing that, like, costs to keep. It yeah, should, right. It like, like the yeah, it yeah. Be the first thing. But but they do say like it's a really interesting thing. But but uh, when it comes to income, like if your income goes up, the first thing that changes is the way you eat. Okay. Because people do know that they want to eat better. Like nobody wants to be eating like pop tarts for breakfast. Yeah. Like, nobody yeah. wants to be feeding their kids pop tart for breakfast. Like as soon as you can afford to buy a dozen eggs, like you you know you start yeah. doing that. Like yeah. or once I started making my own money, I just started like I buy pricey food. Probably more food like that I can afford, but like I grew up pretty poor. Like we ate fast food every single night. Like everyone in my family is extremely obese, and we just one night McDonald's, the next pizza, like sub. So like when I started making my own money, I just made that a priority. So. Chantel's actually been really good for me in a lot of ways. Of before, I would just like I would eat garbage. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I do all the cooking. I do all the cooking, but she would come back to me and she'd say, "Hey, we need greens in our diet." So yeah. Like now we're we're doing a lot more greens and like mm-hmm. I think I think um, like the cab farmers market has probably been the best mm-hmm. thing. Fuck yeah, we live like four yeah. minutes from there. Yeah, we're it's probably the, the, the best thing for us. And so we get like fresh meats from there. We get fresh mm-hmm. veggies, like fresh. Like we try and have uh, our breakfast. Obviously, coming in at five thirty a.m. is like hard for us to do breakfast if we're going to school and going to work. Mm-hmm. So we'll like make smoothies the night before and like pack it full of greens and pack it full of veggies and like have like some kind of fresh start to the day and it, and it does help a lot. I think that's a big big mm-hmm. key. I think a big thing with it too, right, is making it a priority. Like yeah. if you have that that focus shift to where you're like, you know what, this is a priority. Yeah. It's probably going to suck while I adapt to the process mm-hmm. of like figuring out how to eat healthy while I'm living a very full, busy mm-hmm. life. Right. Like, but once you have that period of adaptation to mm-hmm. where you figured it out, like yeah. all of a sudden it gets easy. And not not to say that uh, you know everybody who's eating fast food is lazy. I know a lot of yeah. them just can't. You know, that's like it's a lot of times where people can only mm-hmm. afford that and yeah. only make that work. But like at the same time, it feels like you know what? If we just slow down and took a focus on it and like tried mm-hmm. to figure it out, we could. And like yeah. you said, I think that you know we're the human races, or at least in the United States of America, we're ultimately creating our own demise, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. we're creating processed mm-hmm. food that mm-hmm. gives us disease that, you know, yeah. makes everything worse. And, right. like, that, you know, in turn has created a need for, like, crazy medicine right. that we didn't have yeah. before. And, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah. like we're so diseases. much of, like, you know, like... Somebody with type 2 diabetes, like, sometimes the insulin's actually making them more obese, mm-hmm. which is actually making their problem yeah. worse, mm-hmm. like... And it creates a vicious cycle yeah. of, like, dude, the only way to break that is to fucking get off the couch, mm-hmm. start eating some green shit, right. stop, you know, mm-hmm. eating the stuff that comes out of a box, and walk yeah. a little bit. Right. Like, and that, all of a sudden, you're mm-hmm. fixing problems. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it is a thing of convenience. And, and I also think it's really interesting, and, and Chantel found it really interesting, uh, being in a nursing school, like, she, you know, you're, you're encouraging health in people. Like, you work in a field mm-hmm. where you worry about people's health all the time, and they're people in her nursing program who like drink two cokes a day and like are like have cokes for breakfast or, or like sodas for breakfast which and I think, found very odd. Uh, yeah i think i think the best thing that we have done is like cut soda out of our yeah like, we don't drink sodas no. uh, like rarely yeah rarely. if we're mixing it with alcohol like yeah. you know we'll have like a ginger beer or something but yeah. we don't have there's so many i'm not gonna say names there's somebody in a class here one day uh and they were like we're talking about soda 
in between glasses. And mm-hmm. they, they were like, wait, what? What'd you say? You don't drink Coke? And I was like, no, you drink uh, Coke? Yeah, like, pe- like, and they were like, yeah, I drink like a two of them a day. Uh, and I was like, like, makes me sick. Like, <laughs> all right, so we got to get some education, yeah, right? Like, because exactly. I grew up too. My parents didn't restrict soda. They were mm-hmm. like, so it's fine. Like, yeah, have a Coca-Cola. Yeah, like, whatever you want. Yeah, like, yeah, like. Make sure you drink a glass of milk too, but yeah. like you didn't know any better. Like, right. yeah, I feel like the education has to get there, and that's great that yeah. you're like in that that zone, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah. the whole idea of like educating people about that. You're on yeah. the front lines, so to mm-hmm. speak. Like, yeah, and, and I think that I think it's there are two points, but like first, I think CrossFit's doing a really good thing of like at least get labeling on sodas, like warn people that yeah. That, like just like cigarettes can cause cancer, sodas can cause type two diabetes. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that and the cancer. fact that yeah. I when I was in high school, I used to drink a two liter Mountain Dew a day, and I could go to a vending machine in my lunchroom in high school and buy Mountain Dews. Yeah. It's there, still that way. It's, it's still at Emory. At Emory, there's a vending Wait, machine. There's no it, water. But isn't it crazy? Right, you're in a hospital. You're a place yeah. that's like all about like curing disease mm-hmm. and preventing it. Yeah. And like the thing that is most readily available in the waiting room it's is Coke. soda and candy. Yeah. Right. You're like. Wait, it's that's crazy. not encouraging health. Like, like they do like a Coke toast. Like, like Emory is really like there's a lot of money from Coca Cola yeah. at Emory, oh, which yeah. I didn't know until I started going. I mean, that, all that land is purchased yeah. by Coca Cola, mm-hmm. which so. is just so crazy to me. CDC too. I think they get a lot of yeah. yeah. Like Emory promotes Coke, which is just I don't I, I just don't get that. Okay. I mean, I think I actually think Coke is under a class action lawsuit for their vitamin waters. Um, yeah, because um, like there's a company suing them, but they they're arguing that the name vitamin waters should not imply that there's anything healthy about it because it's sugar water, it's right. flavored sugar yeah. water, and but they say the name vitamin water does not imply in any way that it is a healthy or healthier option than soda or anything. Yeah, which it's is crazy. crazy. Like yeah. you name something vitamin water, you would expect would, it to be some would, water with vitamins yeah. in it, right? People, like, yeah. people would think that it would be like, oh hey, like I'm not feeling great today, maybe I need mm-hmm. yeah yeah micronutrients or whatever but that's not not the way to get it and it, and it, it is an epidemic like yeah. if you if you also like cost why why is a bottle of water cost the same thing that a bottle of coca-cola does yeah. I, I don't understand it's it's a it's a money market and and if i'm gonna pay a dollar for something why would i pay a dollar for tasteless water when i could get a coca-cola like yeah. this is the, i mean i'm sure that's what's running through a lot of people's mind but it's yeah, I mean, and that creates a whole other mm-hmm. vicious cycle of yeah. neurological dependence and all oh, kinds yeah. of crap. So, uh, so many people have been like, I don't like the taste of water at my school. Yeah. It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> That's crazy. It's just hydration. It yeah. just makes you not thirsty. Right. Right. And, like, the human body wants water. Like, you are 70% water. You can't not like the taste of water. I wake That's up in the morning and I, like, the first thing I want is, like, a, a sip of water. Like, Same. my mouth's dry and I'm like, ah, I need to... I'm never like, like oh, I need a Coke. Yeah. It's crazy. It's awesome. So, um, what's next? Like, what's after graduate school? Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys going to stick around here? Like, yeah. You're going to move back to Rhode Island? Like, what's the um, what's the plan? I think we're going to stay here for a while because um, I can pretty much work wherever. But he he's at a good company, so gonna we're going to be here for yeah. a bit. Mm-hmm. Nice. And uh, and and Atlanta uh, is a lot more affordable than the Northeast. Yeah. And so we're we're going to buy here. Yeah, we're we're looking to buy here. We want to live here for a few years, and and I think like we're obviously a young couple and we're in the process of talking about what what's next for us and everything and when I have kids at some point in the future but I don't know I, I've heard Atlanta is like a can be a tough place to raise kids 
uh, just like the schooling system is yeah, very yeah. hard. Like there's certain things that are hard. So I don't know ten years down the road what our plan is, but but we five years. That's great. I mean, like yeah. Amy and I moved from a big city, a bigger city mm-hmm. here, like because our rent got us a house here. Like no, like wow. no joke. We were yeah. like, hey, like our mortgage mm-hmm. is the same as our rent was in California. Like that's, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know, like for younger, we have a bunch of friends too that are kind of starting following along that line mm-hmm. of thought like hey i'm gonna go find a place that is as cool but costs a lot less yeah. money yeah. like i think at, as like a young couple like it's a really good way to start your like life yeah, relationship definitely. like because mm-hmm. your money just goes farther you're like yeah. you don't have yeah. to deal with some of the bullshit that like mm-hmm. comes along with living in the northeast yeah. where right. you know rents two grand a month to live in a small yeah. apartment and you're just yeah. fighting all the time over whatever so right um that's awesome man. yeah it's, you guys will be a crossfit educator for a while yeah. Uh, which means that like all the old people that you just beat up on in the open are like, fuck man, yeah. right, I gotta chase Seth around some more. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like I, there's uh there's some people here that are, that are giving me a good run for my money and they're, and, and everybody has weaknesses. Like yeah. Friday was a, Friday was a weakness workout for me. Like I, I almost did as well as him. Yeah, she did. <laughs> no, but round. you did. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a good one but, for me, but yeah, uh, I'm not a good rower. Uh, I know that I need to work on that and, Lunges, I'm pretty decent at, but like the sit ups, I found very hard. Like my core, <laughs> my core, my core is not what it should be. Um, yeah, it's you know all of ours probably. Yeah, like exactly, we all and we yeah. all have weaknesses. So like, and I think that's the thing that's like been really nice. Um, and like I said, I had a lot of workout experience before I came across. But I was I, I've probably been working out in some way, shape, or form for seven years. And before that, like I had a very physical childhood. Like I was always outside. Like working on cars or helping my dad like build things so I, I had a very like physical childhood and, and Chantel uh, maybe had the opposite experience mm-hmm. um, so it's been really nice she's like fresh into CrossFit and I've been able to help her with a lot of things which is yeah he's taught me a lot of stuff which has actually been really eye-opening for me in a lot of ways like I've mm-hmm. learned a lot of things like through coaching or, or helping someone and like mm-hmm. like when I talk through how to do things I'm like oh you know like that applies to this or like so Chantel's working on pull-ups and then like, the next thing that we want to work on for her is kips and I'm like I, I like obviously I learned the kipping pull-up first but I never realized like how universal the kip is for everything and like mm-hmm. it's and, yeah. toes the bar it's muscle-ups it's it's everything and that, that bow that bow hollow shape mm-hmm. like applies to oh, yeah. basically like at least 50% of the movements that we do in mm-hmm. here and like other ways too that you'll just kind of sneaky find later yeah. where you're like, oh wow, that's how I drive momentum in that. Like, right. Or staying hollowed out during a handstand walk like mm-hmm. makes me go farther or whatever yeah. it is. Or like, the thrusters stay like getting through the window. Like if yeah. you can, if you can yeah. like, throw yourself underneath. Yeah, exactly. Same thing as the bottom of the, the kidney mm-hmm. board, right? Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In all honesty, I am like thinking about what my future with CrossFit is because I don't, I can't keep feeling bad, like, physically, like, because it, it also is mentally getting me down a lot, like, yeah. being injured sucks, right, like, especially when it goes on for months, so, like, I don't know how much longer I'm gonna, like, do it, but I don't want to go back to my old life of, I don't want to fall into this, like, here I go, I'm at, like, Planet Fitness, and, like, I'm running 30 minutes, and I go home, like, I, I, think I don't know what to do. This is what I would tell you, right, mm-hmm. like, and I have a strong opinion about this, mm-hmm. um, because I've seen it happen over and over, and I've also given people very bad advice about this mm-hmm. in the past. Like, when you hit the IR, like, in the CrossFit gym, mm-hmm. uh, 
CrossFit, the the workout for time or workout as many rounds and reps mm-hmm. is or for load is usually you're not your best friend, right? right. Like you're in the yeah. phase where like healing needs to be the priority. Yeah. Like right. your job is to get healthy again. Right. And just like in any professional sport, uh, when you are injured, like your whole focus is just mm-hmm. getting that injury yeah. recovered. Right. Um, and I think for CrossFit, another thing that's really important. I mean, nobody wants to get fat, right? Like right. that's a huge thing. Yeah. Nobody wants to get yeah. fat. Yeah, it's a big concern for me, for sure. Uh, yeah, and, like, I mean, it is for me, too. Like, mm-hmm. I, if I, I get hurt regularly. Like, nicks mm-hmm. and dings where, like, I need to take days off. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, yeah. I don't want to get fat. Like, yeah. Uh, the best thing for not getting fat that you can do probably is the assault bike, right? Like, mm-hmm. we can work on right. conditioning that mm-hmm. route, like, yeah. on the assault bike. Yeah. And then you're already doing the other thing that I always recommend to people is, hey – your lower half of your body is kind of off limits right now. Like yeah. we know that hinging and squatting is going to absolutely keep creating whatever nerve pain that is in your lower yeah. back. But there's other things. The right. upper body mm-hmm. is like, you can tax that three days a week. You can yeah. get strict pull-ups. You can mm-hmm. get a lot of really quality work done right. um, to make weaknesses that you have in another area strengths. Mm-hmm. And then when you get back where you're healthy again, like yeah. your inherent weakness will be in your lower body that you'll have to build back up. Right. But yeah. you'll be healthy, right? And right. then when we're doing fucking Helen as a workout, you'll be like, holy mm-hmm. shit, I can smoke this fucking workout because yeah. my conditioning is great from all the assault biking I've been doing. Right. My pull-ups are great because I trained pull-ups for three mm-hmm. or four weeks, whatever, and yeah. then I'm good. But I know, like, I've been through that frustration. Yeah. Like, I've seen a hundred people, and sucks, my biggest yeah. piece of advice would be don't quit. Like, yeah. don't give up on CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Like, take the time. Yeah. Get healthy. Like, you have... You know, all the resources in here that's always open right. to you uh, to stay not fat yeah. and to work on a weakness. Right. And, like, as a coaching staff, we want mm-hmm. we like, we like want to be a part of your recovery. Yeah. We want to help you get better. Mm-hmm. So, you, like, if you need anything, ask. Yeah. Seth wants you to get better. Like, yeah, for sure. But, like, give yourself a shot, like a real mm-hmm. shot of yeah. not using the lower half of your body for yeah. a while. Yeah. Other than in whatever correctives you've been given, right? So right. So, I know you do, like, the weighted rotations and some yeah. burnout. Like, yeah. all that stuff's great. Like, mm-hmm. do all that shit. Like, yeah. recover it. But, like... Right. At the same time, like, don't do deadlifts. Don't do thrusters. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I shouldn't have done today. Well, you did it, right? Yeah, it's the open, you did it. Like, right. we all, That's we all do things. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, I can do it. Dude, yeah. I shouldn't have done that workout again. Like, yeah. My palms ripped. My <laughs> right. back feels like shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, but I, I did it because, I came in, because I'm with my bros and I want to fucking throw right. down. Like, yeah, oh, like, the open was really, is really fun and I, you know, I wanted to be a part of but, it in some way. And... But this is the thing. My, like, I would tell you, next year your goal is to do the open uninjured. Like, hey, next year I'm not going to be injured right. i'm gonna have pull-ups we know they're gonna be in there yeah. and i'm gonna try it and like show up at the open yeah. uninjured with a new skill maybe double mm-hmm. ones too ready yeah, to fucking right. go I, and I just, like I can work on those yeah right and then now i'm not you know yeah. and now i've recovered now crossfit's right. still a part of my life yeah you know? yeah some good stuff has come from being injured i guess because like i wouldn't have worked yeah. on pull-ups that often because i'm a squatter like i like squatting so i would just come in and Continue to yeah. squat every day, and I wouldn't work on pull-ups. Yeah. So. How do we make this negative a positive, yeah. right? Like, it's only it's... negative if you perceive it as right. negative. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's why I got a rope climb the other day. Like, I've never been able to climb a rope, but I had But now your strength. upper body's strong, right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, wow, this isn't so bad. But in Providence, I had to do, you know, the one from the floor. Yeah. Never. So. Imagine if you just worked on some pull-ups and rope climbs and, like, push-ups and strip yeah. press for, like, two months. Yeah. And then, like, two months from now, you're like, I do legless rope climbs. <laughs> I do strict bar muscle-ups. Right. Yeah. Okay. And I have good conditioning. Yeah. My deadlift sucks, but we're yeah, working on that. That's you know? right, like, yeah, right. And, like, she and I talked about it, like, in the beginning, like, we didn't know that this injury was going to be this prolonged. Like, you never yeah. think, like, right. oh, she tweaked her back, like, you're going to have to take a few days mm-hmm. off, maybe a week off, and, and like, the like longer... Like, I've tweaked it before. Yeah, and the longer that it goes on, like, it's, it's like, 
well, at a certain point you have to take a step back and say, this is, right. this is going to be a long recovery process. Like, mm-hmm. which I've know. never been injured for a long time. So it's, you know, a yeah. whole new, whole new world. Yeah. But, but, um, and then at the beginning of this open season, like last year when we did the open chance, I had probably been doing CrossFit for five, yep. five months, yeah. but, but that was, she started out two days a week. And so last year she did all the workouts, she mm-hmm. didn't scale. And, um, and so her goal this year was to like RX some workouts and then she got injured and, and we, mm-hmm. it came time to sign up for the open and we both agreed that it was, you know, she wasn't going to sign up because if something came up, she wouldn't, she didn't want to like feel the need to push herself. And yet, like and, and, yeah. right. But, but uh, Chantel being Chantel, she, she always wants to push herself. And so she sees these workouts and she's like, I'm going to do it. And like, there was the one with the, the dumbbell front squats and she's yeah. like, I'm going to do it. And I was judging her and I could yeah. see on her face how bad she was hurting. Yeah, it was she, bad. But she wouldn't stop, and and like that that can be a detriment. But yeah. I think now that the open's over, like anything like yeah. that won't happen, and and so that's what makes you a crossfitter, right? Yeah, like you're giving counseling to these two. Oh, yeah. It's kind of funny. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's you're not a. That's what makes you right. into crossfit, right? You yeah. have that personality that drive, and that mindset yeah. where you're like, mm-hmm. no, dude, I want to go for it. Like, right. fuck the pain. Yeah. I can make it work. Yeah, but like, fine. Yeah. at the state, that's the, the reason you came in here mm-hmm. and you keep sticking with it. But then at the yeah. same time, it's like the reason that you'll keep yourself injured for right. that too. Right. And that's again, like I like me personally. I'm speaking from my own personal experience. Like, mm-hmm. dude, I broke my wrist and worked out every single day for like seven months <laughs> until a doctor was like, "Hey, idiot! I have to put a screw in here now." Like, Damn. and you yeah. a cast on your arm. Yeah. It's gonna be a year by the time you're like actually yeah. healed. Like, if That's you had just listened to me and mm-hmm. like. Kept your arm like this for six weeks, yeah. and you would have been fine. Yeah. And you know what? Like that was like a year of my life where like I walked around with a yeah. smelly cast, being that guy <laughs> instead of you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, dude, like recover it. Like, yeah. Use the chance to work on a weakness. Yeah. I, no, it's good. We can tell you how to tell you how to use the assault bike to make your conditioning better mm-hmm. and yeah. stay skinny. Like, no, I can use that too because I'm not good at the assault bike, so that would actually be beneficial. But your upper body has grown mm-hmm. exponentially, yeah, exponentially sure. in the last few months, and it's yeah. great. Dude, yeah. I mean, you got a pull-up. Like, yeah. when you came here, you were far from getting a pull-up. Yeah, you got a sure. pull-up. That's yeah, a huge crazy. deal. Like, yeah, it's super her, exciting. Her bench, like, she's been benching a lot, and, like, when a year ago, like, she couldn't even bench 80 pounds, and then she just didn't. Not even close. I couldn't yeah. even do 65. Like, I could and, maybe do one at 65, but for reps, I was 45, 50. And she just did uh, 10 rep max at 80 pounds, and, like, didn't even look like she was straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. CrossFit, right? Like, yeah. hey, mm-hmm. like, improve work capacity across a domain, a yeah. mortal domain you didn't mm-hmm. have before. Like, you're getting right. more fit. Like, oh, definitely. Yeah. Maybe, again, maybe like the deadlift squat suffer a little bit, yeah. but you're getting more fit still while you're injured. Like, right. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and it's yeah. just as exciting for me because like, I, like I, I don't have the same kind of like growth that I used to have when I first started yeah. CrossFit, but like seeing Chantel like have these things is just as exciting for me as it is for her. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. She gets a pull up. Like I, I was just as excited. I was so happy yes. to see her get a pull up and like, mm-hmm. you know, she's been working on double unders here and there and like she can get a couple of them, but like that's one of our next goals is like work on double mm-hmm. unders and I'll, I'll yeah. be just as excited to like help her through that. That's the best part of coaching somebody, right? Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, you, it's truly as rewarding to have somebody else do the stuff you're helping yeah. them with than it is for you to do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you do it, and you're like, yeah, and no confetti goes off, and right. you're like, right, okay, cool. Like, yeah. I'm back to normal now. Right, I got right. my bar muscle up. Yeah. Cool. Like, whatever. So, right. what's what's up for you? What, what's your goals? Um, I think just efficiency. Like, I have to work on my... Um, my, like, getting my capacity back to where it was. I used to... 
Um, our our last box had a, uh, endurance Thursdays. Every Thursday was an endurance workout, like yeah, between half hour and forty five minutes of working out, and I was like the guy for that. Like everybody knew I would show up Thursday <laughs> at four thirty mm-hmm. to do the endurance. Like mm-hmm. that was I love being there, and so. I've adjusted to like doing some shorter workouts, but like I have to work on getting my mindset right back. To, like, cause like this was a seven minute workout. Like I went out of the gate hard and like on a, it worked on, it, it worked, but on a 45 minute workout, that doesn't work. The same. Yeah. So I have to, yeah. I have to figure out like how to get my pacing back mm-hmm. so where I can hold something. Like I, I told Chantel last night, my goal, we made some mistakes last night, so um, <laughs> yeah. that, that hurt us. We did, yeah. But but my goal is to go unbroken through the 15s and then break the 18s. And uh, I broke up the thrusters at 12 and was a little disappointed. But like was like, well, this is what Dude, it is. So, so it, it yeah. hurt a lot more. I broke than up I was the expecting. 12s and I just went 45. <laughs> oh. you, yeah, you, when you I had to break out, up the 12s. Yeah, yeah, when you go out at a certain speed, it's like you can't maintain it. So like, if if I would have slowed down a little bit, but could have cut the rest time out, like, yeah. would it have been worth it? Yeah, so, but this one, this was a good workout for me. I, I like this workout because mm-hmm. it's two yeah. movements that I love. Like, and you're great at like, yeah, I, lo- I love thrusters of the pulse. Like, Fran is probably my best workout, and and so like, when I, when I know week five that we're gonna see thrusters, yeah, I, like, like, I'm ready to finish the open strong. Yeah. You, uh, you and David and Jamie made me realize today I need to work out with the class more often because I don't ever do that. Right? Yeah. Like that's the curse mm-hmm. of coaching is you're yeah. always stuck in here at some mm-hmm. time working out by yourself. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, the intensity level is so much higher. Oh, yeah. And like you go like, like, dude, we, we finished the three, six and nine, all four of us today mm-hmm. faster than, than I finished the three round, I think on the workout before, like, wow, yeah. cause I had set it down. Like, oh, this is the pace I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to sustain it for this yeah. long. And this was like, dude, everybody's going so fast. And I realized mm-hmm. like, I don't work out with people. Yeah. Like, I need this sort of push. Cause I don't ever go this hard. Yeah. Yeah. Six is at 49 seconds. Yeah. 49 seconds we were through the round of six. Yeah, wow. I think, so the last time I did this, I had paced it to finish the six round at a minute and a half or a minute mm-hmm. 20. Wow. And that would have set, like, so that's like, you know, full 30 seconds faster. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah. yeah. But, but we, we do, we had to finish, the, I don't know when we finished 12 round, but we finished the 12 round fucking fast. Yeah. Like, the 12 round was, was fast, fast. And mm-hmm. I looked at the clock on the pull-ups in the 15, or no, the thrusters in the 15, I was like, there's no way I'm going to not finish the 18 today. Yeah. Like, I got it. And then all of a sudden, that wall happened. And yeah, that's, yeah. How, that's how I felt. Ooh, yeah. four thrusters. I that did didn't that, feel yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, no, I think, and, and we we do, like I said, we have days that we can't make it because of our schedules. And so, well, like, it's nice having the workout schedule for a week in advance yeah. mm-hmm. and like there are certain things that Chantel can't do like she like snatching is a definite no yeah. for yeah. her Every time so like if we if we'll look at the workouts a week in advance and we'll see that like Wednesdays has snatches but we can't uh or and but Tuesdays is good but we can't make it in on Tuesdays we'll do Tuesdays workout on Wednesday yeah. but like even doing the same workout Without the class, it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, it, dude, I saw you doing that that front squat bar muscle up workout the other day, I'm and so like frustrated. your pace was so much slower than it would have been had yeah. you been in a class. Yeah. Like, I was so frustrated, and you and like so I, I was getting and, and so so yeah, I, I do get upset about things, and like bar muscle ups are something that I'm like normally really good, really yeah. good at. Like I can Phil do, said, like, you have the best bar muscle up he's ever seen. But I way. can do like wow. 15, yeah. fifteen. That's so nice. I can do 15 bar muscle-ups unbroken. Like, that's, like, that's my set. And, like, I was getting, like, ones, twos. Like, 
we all have off days. So you just yeah. have to like, I, I got frustrated and Chantel was like, I, at one point I was like, I'm not doing it anymore. And Chantel was like very encouraging. She knows I like being yelled at when I work at it. Mm-hmm. She was like, basically she was like, get your ass back on the bar. You finish it. doesn't matter how much time it takes. So mm-hmm. I did and like was frustrated about it, but took it for what it is. We all have off days and reset for tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Cool, guys. Well, okay. I think that's it. We're about to go drink some beers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, but the last part, most maybe most oh. important part, you guys have to tell us who's getting interviewed next. Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah, we're ready. Go. Yeah, John Wallace. Yeah, John yeah, Wallace. Oh, yeah. dude, that's a great. That's our guy. That's a great pick. <laughs> I wanna, yeah, uh, I maybe we'll Wallace. interview him while he's drinking at yeah. this Kelly Reese party because he, yeah. dude, is always he's fun great. after a couple of beers. I, so. I, I, so last last week was the deadlift workout. He went the first round and um, he helped. He helped Chantel like change my bar weights last week, mm-hmm. and I think he was three beers in by the time he was like changing weights for me and like handing me the chalk bucket. I was like, "This he dude, dude. chalk and his he water." Yeah. He's, like, he's, he's there. Oh, he's and by the ass. way, if you're not fired up to do that workout when that dude gets in your ear and starts yelling, you are jacked. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. he's, he's my wall ball buddy. We both struggle through wall balls, so he yeah, helps he's a, me. He's a really good guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd love That's to hear. Great pick, dude. That yeah. is such a great pick. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited yeah. about this. <laughs> about him, so. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks, thank you. Johnny. Yeah, thank you guys.